Following some breaking news in Ohio now, emergency officials trying to get holdouts to evacuate as crews try to prevent an explosion from a train derailment. Five of the cars that derailed were carrying vinyl chloride, which is associated with an increased risk of certain cancers. Doctor says I, I most definitely have the, the chemicals in me. They keep telling me to come up here, but nobody has nothing. I watched as the cloud exploded over East Palestine. The president of the United States did nothing. The vice president didn't bother coming here. And then I think it's disgraceful. Real America's voice out here. Uh, we're not going to, to do that. Good morning, East yeah. Palestine. downstream, stirred it up. We're still getting that rainbow contamination. It's everywhere. There was vinyl chloride burning. No one told us. What kind of effect does that have on people? All the different folks from around this general area have not had their well water tested by the EPA? Correct. Every single person that I've talked to here locally says they aren't getting answers from Norfolk Southern. They're not getting answers from the EPA. You're leaving people in the dark. Joe Biden said he would go to East Palestine and never has. We just don't trust anything they say. The government is so quick to bail out the banks, but they're not willing to help out the citizens of East Palestine. And giving us all these problems. Now we got dead deer, three more yesterday. The response has been disgusting from all of the agencies combined. There are roughly 1,000 cases a year of a train derailing. Don't worry about it since there are 1,000 train derailments a year. Tell that to the people. Your plight is our plight. Amen. Your life is our life. Amen. Your problems are our problems. Amen. I just say thanks a lot for having our back. Um, without you, we would know a whole lot less than we know now. A big God bless, Godspeed, and we love you, and we will help you every way we can, East Palestine, Ohio. You are our blood brothers. The working people that have built this country and that we're going to depend to build this country going forward are being abused. You're treated like trash. You're just disposable. And that's a mindset we have to get rid of. How we get rid of it is throw these bums out. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies. Because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. Saturday, 3 February, in the year of our Lord, uh, 2024. Uh, last night I finished late. Uh, did not get back here uh, to our uh, makeshift studio until uh, 2 in the morning from Prescott, Arizona where the good folks in Prescott, uh, and i got to tell you, they're the backbone of the country, are very, very similar, in fact, the exact same of the great patriots in East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, we're going to go now to Ben Burkwam. Real America's Voice has covered this nonstop since it's happened. Ben, we've got many, uh, many folks out there that we know that have been on our specials before. Uh, ben, set the, set the table here, right? Joe Biden's, you know, Joe Biden's... Uh, 
uh, you know, bleeding now from East Palestine. He's going to help him out. He's going to come out and say some great things. Walk me through what we got today, brother. Hey, Steve. Yeah, we're back. Today is the one-year anniversary of the East Palestine disaster. Uh, this is where we were last year at the Roadhouse. We're all over town. We're going to be starting here at the Roadhouse, uh, uh, talking to some folks down here, and then going around town, talking to some business owners, talking to some uh, locals that are trying to sell their properties, trying to get out of here. I just want to show you real quick. So this is one of the creeks. This is actually not the main creek, not Sulphur Creek, but this runs into Sulphur Creek, uh, which is where the disaster came from. But that field across the, the way, you can see, was actually one of the fields that flooded with all of the chemicals and, and everything that came from the derailment. We're starting with uh, Dr. Rick Chai, who's also a congressional candidate now and, and uh, who's uh, treated many of the patients here to, to talk about like, you know, exactly what's happened, where we're at now. And, and Rick, you heard that. You heard uh, uh, Joe Biden is finally coming. He hasn't set foot in this town since this happened. So we're going to be talking to the folks about that. But Rick, just in a nutshell, what has the last year been for you guys? So the whole town is fractured both uh, mentally and some physically. I've been documenting the creeks for over a year now. Uh, just this weekend, I took media down and right in that area there, I dug dry dirt from the bank, chopped it up, threw it in the creek and chemicals come right out of the dirt. The EPA says they can't find any evidence of chemicals. Uh, I could teach a seven-year-old to do that and they can't find it with their millions of dollars. And that's why I've decided to run, open, a seat opened up, I'm running for Congress D6 and I'm gonna win this. Uh, you know you're an outsider if Ted Nugent endorses you. So uh, I'm going against two established uh, politicians embedded like Alabama ticks and I'm gonna pry them out and I'm gonna win this. Vote for me, Rick Chai. My webpage is rickchai.com, R-I-C-K-T-S-A-I.com. It's the only way to bring justice to this area. And I'll fight for the entire D6. What, what did you see? So when you're treating people, what, what kind of uh, illnesses, what are you seeing? So rashes, headaches. Uh, I myself suffered welts, uh, a lot of diarrhea, gastric problems are very common. Um, so I was the only doctor that I know that consistently uh, went against the CDC and tested uh, people's blood. And a high ratio of people came up with uh, benzene and vinyl chloride metabolites in their blood. The EPA would say, well, maybe they pumped gas that day and got gas on their hands. Um, it's criminal what happened here and what's still happening here. Steve? Uh, doctor, yeah, doctor, uh, talk to me, because when we went out there and, and did our special, people know when I got back, that night we came all the way back to our DC studios. I couldn't even do the show the next day. I was as sick as I've ever been. And I made a point of not drinking the tap water because you guys said, hey, it still hadn't been purified yet. Go back through it. What are people, you just went through some symptoms. What are people getting out there? I mean, what was it about the, about the, the chemicals in the water and the burn off? What has it done to the citizens? What's the potential and what have you seen as symptoms? So that's the scary thing. We don't know the long-term potential. Uh, like I said, the CDC has pretty much shut things down. Uh, they're, they're just uh, placating everybody. The symptoms from patients are migraines, uh, sore throat. Uh, the other day, it was almost like Niagara Falls here, there was, meaning there was like a mist uh, rain and uh, just hanging in the air. When it rains or when it's misty or foggy, it smells like an open can of paint here. And I don't go around saying, hey, what's a town smell like? You know, I got out of my truck and I was just hit with this in my face. And then residents started talking about it. So there's still chemicals. There's that big blue building called Ceramfab, which uh, the, the, the uh, Chinese uh, uh, man came here to 
lived the American dream and, and, and built that factory, there are still chemicals under that building. That was never addressed. We're going to be heading over there in just a minute. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. So, yeah, I was actually the only one allowed to tour that. And um, there's water, almost like a waterfall coming into his building constantly that he has to sum pump out. Uh, we have video of that. Uh, it's just a tragedy what happened to his business. And, yes, people are still getting sick. Rashes mostly that I see, headaches, uh, migraines. And, and you mentioned that, Steve. So, doctor. Uh, as you said, every time every time I came here, I got sick. You stirred it up. You immediately, even yeah. driving into town, we drove down by yeah. that warehouse. You still smell that smell in the air. Yeah. Go ahead, Steve. So, doctor, just just walk through for the audience. What has been the official response? What, what, because when we were there, the EPA and these guys hadn't done a good job, but they had promised to come back. They promised to put resources in the community because... People like ourselves and others and you guys are making this a national or international incident. So Biden at that time uh, was promising the EPA director who had tried to go to Africa on some musical tour. Everybody was saying, oh, no, East Palestine's a priority. We're going to put unlimited resources in there. We'll take care of everybody. Just walk folks through from your perspective what's happened since then. A few things. Number one, we have not received one penny or one bottle of water from the federal government. People like to use the word forgotten. We were not forgotten. They know we're here. We were abandoned. They know that we're here. And I would hate to think that it's because we're a very Republican district uh, that we're either being punished or abandoned. But to kind of give you an example, uh, the uh, the director of the uh, EPA here, the coordinator, hold, hold it, gave hold a victory it, hold, speech. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Hang on, hang, hang on, hang, hang on, hang on. Just put a pin in that right there. Ben Burkwam. You've done more than any single individual in this country of covering the invasion of the southern border. If Dr. Size, what he's telling us to correct, compare and contrast what the illegal alien invaders get when they come in and invade our country versus what the American citizens in East Palestine get, according Uh. to Dr. Sai. It, 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 it's it's a slap in the face, Steve. The, The illegals get everything and this community got nothing. They got, they, I love that, how you said that, uh, Dr. Chai, that they got not just abandoned, they're getting punished. That's what's happening here. So we're rewarding invaders into our country. We're rewarding people that are breaking in and beating cops up in New York, letting them out so they can go wherever the hell they want to go. We're, we're giving them our money. We're inviting them through Catholic charities and through all of these leftist uh, communist groups called NGOs and through the federal government were inviting our country to be invaded and the citizens of this town weren't just abandoned they're being punished for loving America for standing up for this country Steve it's it's beyond a disgrace it's criminal Dr. Sai Dr. Sai is Catholic Charities Catholic Relief has a Lutheran Relief Fund have any of these Christian uh, or the Hebrew Relief Society have entered either the Jewish or the Christian uh, or even the Adventist. Have any of those been to East Palestine to see how the folks are doing and what they can do to help? Not to my knowledge. And I will say uh, illegals, that is high on my priority list, um, not only from the drug deaths that I see in my own office, but uh, the I'm for closing the border yesterday and I'm for getting the illegals out out of our country. And, and what a slap in Walk the me face through what you were just about Slap it. Go ahead, Steve. It's a disgrace. Ahead, no, but continue on, Dr. Sai. You were about to say CDC when, when I went to Ben. Continue on with your presentation. 
I may have been talking about the CDC. Oh, I, no, no. I was talking about uh, one of the head uh, officials that coordinates all the EPA activities here. He gave a victory speech about a month ago at the crash site and he gave a news conference and he said, well, uh, chemicals are down to pre-derailment levels, which I can talk about that, but uh, that's all a farce too. Uh, but he, uh, he then calls me privately at my office. And I said, Hey, I don't record anybody. Let's just talk like men. So he then says, you know, Rick, I can't believe those chemicals in your Creek or were there, were all there before. And so he tells the world something else. Uh, he lies to the world while he tells me something different on the phone. This is your EPA, the, the, the EPA that allowed Norfolk Southern to lay tracks down over contaminated soil, uh, and didn't stop them. And they're still, they're still putting their uh, uh, citizens at, at risk. That's the that's the organization that's supposed to protect its uh, uh, citizens or residents. Uh, 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 I think it's disgusting uh, and it's criminal. On. Why would why why would the EPA guy at that level? Why would he call you? What, what was the reason he called you? Uh, because I I called him out for something uh, on my YouTube channel, Chipod T S A I P O D, and uh, he didn't like what I said, so he called me and. Uh, uh, I was repeating something that someone else said uh, in town, and uh, he just wanted to talk about it. So then we started talking man-to-man, and that's what he told me. He told me something different. Uh, he told me that he believes uh, these chemicals were not all here uh, before the derailment, which they're stating in press conferences. And uh, just this week, wow. they said that they can find absolutely no evidence of chemicals. And I just told you, I took the media down and threw dirt from uh, the side of the, the, the creek, and chemicals come out of the dried dirt. It's uh, we're being lied to. There's been corruption, deception, ben, ben, and lies for an entire yep. year here. Okay, Ben, just hang on for a second. We're gonna hold uh, Dr. Uh, Rick Sai, uh, who's with us. It was gracious enough to spend time with us when we we're down. He's now a candidate for Congress in the Republican primary. We're gonna take a short commercial break. Um, as you can tell, there's still a lot of um, uh, how do I say this? People that are quite worked up, and here's the reason. I think Dr. Sai has got it. It's not that they've been forgotten. It's not even they've been abandoned. They're being punished. And you know what they're being punished for? They're being punished for being the backbone of this country. This is essentially the talk or part of the talk I gave with Eli Crane and uh, Carrie Lake last night in Prescott, Arizona, where the people that are the backbone of this nation, the people upon which the prosperity and peace of this nation rest are the ones that are being punished by the global. Short commercial break. We're going to be back in the war room. Go back to East Palestine, Ohio. Just a moment. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. The apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and your cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which, as you know, is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and your immune system. Yo, folks, the holidays are here, and you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. 
fieldofgreens.com. Make sure you take take it today. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we're going to go back to East Palestine, Ohio, on the one-year anniversary. Uh, ben Bur- our own Ben Burkwam is there. We're going to uh, dedicate today to the folks in East Palestine. We are going to be breaking some other news. We've got some other people who are going to come on, particularly we're going to talk about globalization with Dr. Larry Swikert, the Patriots history. Also, we've got uh, Seagal Chatta with a quite damning report coming from the RNC uh, where we were with Ben Burkwam in Las Vegas this week. Uh Doc, is doc, Dr. Chai, here, here's the, uh, is Dr. Chai still there? Yeah, Dr. Yes. Chai. Um, yes. What do you, tell me, just go through what you think needs to be done. And what, if you had a chance to talk to the illegitimate uh, Biden regime today, what would you tell them? What are the two or three things for the good of the community and the citizens of East Palestine? What needs to be done? Well, actually, on a list to, of people to meet with him when he comes into town. And uh, the government needs to buy the people out and then go after the entity that caused this. The people that are don't want to return to their contaminated homes that are getting sick. That's what needs done. And a middle ground would be no or low interest loans that do not have to be paid back until the people sell their property. Because these people can't pay two mortgages. So that's what I need done. Hold on, go go back. You're saying, I want to make sure I understand this. Are you saying, and can you point to empirical evidence that the situation is so bad that people in a certain geographic area have to be bought out of their either homes or their businesses? Okay, so right here, case in point. I tested this family for uh, vinyl chloride metabolites and uh, benzene. Uh, the entire family came up with uh, vinyl chloride in their system and um, uh, benzene. Wayne, unfortunately, uh, had recently come down with male breast cancer, which is very rare. Uh, he had a double mastectomy and uh, he had radiation or chemotherapy. Chemotherapy, chemo? chemotherapy, yes. Yeah. Now, can it be proven? No, uh, the causation, but that's what these companies uh, rely on because it's very hard to prove. But he can tell you he's never really been sick in his entire life. No. I lived in the same house for 25 years. Oh, the worst thing I've ever had was probably a strep throat. Then uh, 18, 18 weeks after the they blew up those cars, I was diagnosed with, bre- with breast cancer. And one of the things that's been shown, uh, women that work in factories with vinyl chloride have a higher incidence of breast cancer. Studies have shown that vinyl chloride uh, will lead to bre- can lead to breast cancer. So, there you know, there's empirical evidence right there. And 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 Steve, and I just want to I want to follow up with that question. Uh, and we're going to go to Lonnie's house here in just a minute. But Lori. Steve was just asking the question, how, how do people feel about still living here when the EPA is telling you it's safe? What is, your, what is your message? What is your thought on that? I think that they have convinced a lot of people um, that it is safe. It is not safe. Um, our own local government, we're in Pennsylvania, and the plume came over our homes, and nobody wants to speak out. We're speaking out. I have people talking to me about it, but I can't get them to go public with it because I think they're afraid. I think that's the whole bottom line. So, you ben, know, ben, we know ben, our ask, home is what are they? Safe. What are they afraid yeah, go of? Go ahead, Steve. Ben, what, what, ben, what are you ask them, what are of? they afraid of? What are, what are people afraid of? Well, I was afraid of cancer, but my husband's already got that, so... 
you know, I'm worried about my kids. I'm worried about my grandkids, you know, and what's going to come down the road for them. Um, our youngest but, but daughter who does live with us is suffering then? health issues from this too. Um, she's on medicine, so she doesn't throw up. And yesterday informed me that she has been bleeding somewhere she shouldn't be bleeding. So, you know, now we're going to have to go investigate that. Why, why would people be afraid to speak up about this? I think they worry about retaliation um, from... From who? Uh, well, from friends and neighbors. Um, this does divide families. Um, you know, my own family, you know, I have family members who say, oh, nothing's wrong, everything's great, everything's fine, you know, and they don't want to hear about it. They think that we are, like, looking for some payday, and that's not what we're looking for. You know what I'd like to have? I'd like to have it be February 2nd, 2023, and then stop that train before it derailed. Can I answer that question, Steve? So, Steve, what people are afraid of, uh, Norfolk Southern, as you know, has dangled gifts and the promise of a $25 million park here. I was shocked when I started showing the chemicals three weeks in. Shut up. Don't make Norfolk Southern mad. We're going to lose the park. Um, they're putting, uh, there's, the town is fractured. Brothers are fighting brothers. There's people that have, uh, husbands and wives that have split up over this. Um, it's just, it's ruined this entire town. Uh, in fact, the media finds it hard to find some people to talk to, and they find it hard for places to film because they're not welcome here anymore. Yeah, and I'll just speak to that, Steve. We, we've been going around town, and and yeah. and that sentiment is there. It's it's base. It's a combination of things. It's some people that have been advised by their attorneys not to talk because they, as you said, there there's this idea that there's going to be some payday for some of the lucky ones. But then there's the other side of it where a lot of people are just almost despondent. They don't want to talk about it because they don't want to deal with or, you know, it's like that, that, uh, that cognitive dissidence, like, okay, we have to, we just want to get on with our lives and hope that this goes away. I mean, it's, it's a tragic, it's a tragic, tragic scene. Uh, and it is, I can't imagine, see if I got young kids, I cannot imagine living here. And again, we're going to go talk to Lonnie and Dave and, yeah. and, and, I, and you try to sell a yeah. house, you can't give a house away here. Who's going to come? Who's going to yeah. move here? I mean, it's just, do, and it's do, so beautiful. Doctor, such an amazing do, little community. Do, Dr. Rick, let me let me go back. You're saying families are divided. What is the division? Tell me what's the division in the town? Uh, well, from the very beginning, people were saying, oh, you people that claimed you got sick, you just want money. And, they're, and so, but I have contended from the very beginning that the people picking on the people uh, that don't want to piss Norfolk Southern off with the promise of the park and all the things they're doing here, uh, they're the ones that want the money. They're the greedy ones because uh, I have never seen such callousness toward your neighbor uh, that you would claim you were sick. And the only way we're going to help here is for me to win this. I am a MAGA, America First Republican, D6. I fought the CDC. I fought corruption from the local mayor on up to the federal government. And I have a lot to lose. Uh, you know, I, I, I could have lost a lot. I don't know if they'll sue me or whatever, but I don't care. I do what's right, and I'll do the same thing for D6. In the words of the late, great, great Rowdy Roddy Piper, I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. And President Trump, let's give the world more TDS. That's Trump and Chai Derangement Syndrome. I'm the man you want in Washington. <laughs> That's the only way that we have real power to help here. Because these people have become... Go ahead. These people have given up hope. There's no help here. What is Uh, $25 million park. 
new yeah, businesses here, uh, hotels. Every, there's rumors of hotels coming here. They're putting a training center, 5,000 uh, people training here a year, 5,000 migrant, you know, my, m m when I say migrants, just people from all over the country. We don't know who the, these people are. This was a quaint little town. Uh, half the down wants it to, to become the next Las Vegas or something. That's not why I moved here. So the town was great before you spilled your mess here. Clean your damn mess and get the F out. It was good before. It's, it was, it was a beautiful they... town before you got here. We don't need it better. He, you know, that's an insult. Have, have, Alan Shaw keeps saying, we're going to make your town yeah. better. We don't need it better. We want it how it was. Let me, how could they possibly okay, go, put I'm a sorry, park Steve. there and, br and bring people? How could they possibly bring uh, a park there, bring people in a training center, when you're saying that the ground's contaminated, the water's still contaminated, the air's contaminated, how could Norfolk Southern possibly do that and get an insurance company to underwrite them? I don't know. I can. I, I just showed that the, the dirt in the park where the children play has chemicals in it. So your guess is as good as mine. It's, it's, uh, it's the biggest cover-up that I've ever been aware of. And uh, everybody that watches the news and doesn't know the real story, you know, the mainstream media, they think everything is fine here. So uh, it, they've done a great job. They're, they're good at what they do. I contend they've got a think tank 24 hours a day working, and it's like a chess game. They're 10 steps ahead, yeah. and they're thinking about how to, how to spin all this. Yeah. Ben, uh, the other folks are there. Are you going to visit with them now, or are you going to come back to the Roadhouse? What's your, what's your journeys today? Yeah, we're going to come back, but I'd like to do something, if you don't mind, Steve. Uh, tell me your name again, sir. Sure, sure. Wayne Go ahead. and Lori. Lori um, I'd like to pray for them, and I'd like to pray for the community, if you don't mind, Steve. Come on, Here we go. Sure. Lord, we lift up Wayne. We lift up Lori. We lift up the en entire community here. Rick, uh, the hopelessness that people fear, Lord, uh, the fear that's in this community, the lies that have been spread, Lord, I pray that your eyes would uh, see this, that, that the people here would see it through your eyes. I pray for healing for Wayne, complete healing for Wayne and for everybody that's dealing with the sickness. I pray that they would have healing, Lord, and I pray that you would set this community free, but you would expose the liars and the people that cause this and you would hold them accountable in Jesus' name. Yeah, Steve. Amen. 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 We're going we're gonna to be talking to the folks out Amen. here, but that's what they need, Steve. They need hope. Okay. America needs hope. And what they're getting is, as you said, punishment. And, and a year later, Wayne, I don't know if you want to jump in on this. What do you think about Joe Biden showing up a year late? <laughs> this is live, right? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, too little, too late, Jack. Anyone else want to jump in on that? Well, I just know, think it, that it, it's... Uh, it, it's just going to be for a photo op. I think that, yeah. you know, he needs to stay where he's at. Um, I think this needs to be handled on a local level, a state level. You know, federal government, they, you know, they could do things. They don't want to do them. Uh, actually, none of the government wants to do anything, honestly. <laughs> Ma'am, do you want to jump in? Oh, this is my guy right here. Okay. <laughs> I noticed the hat. I noticed the hat. So, better half. Yeah, um... Well, it is like it's very questionable as to why he wants to come now a year later. I mean, people are still suffering, unfortunately. But um, my husband has some great ideas. If he's running for Congress, you probably mentioned yeah, that already. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Randy, you want to jump in real quick? Well, I would just say that uh, I don't want to be rude, you know, but I know that uh, the vegetables have been, uh, they've been uh, affected here, and we don't need another affected vegetable. 
I'd say he can stay home. <laughs> Steve, that's uh, pretty much the yeah. Sentiment. What is Randy? What is uh, what is Rick's? I tell you what, we'll come back in a second. So it is uh, East Palestine, Ohio. Okay. True or false? Using your tax refund to pay off credit card debt is a smart thing. Actually, that's false. Donewithdebt.com published a brilliant strategy designed to let you keep your hard-earned tax refund and reduce or eliminate credit card debt. Most Americans owe thousands in credit card debt. In fact, Daily Mail's got a story that 56 million Americans carry credit card debt, and that debt will take years to pay off if you pay it off at all. Done with debt found that filing bankruptcy is usually not the answer. And taking out loans to pay off credit cards usually increases the debt. When you engage Done with Debt, their legal experts and skilled negotiators take on the credit card companies for you. Their winning strategies are designed with one goal solve your debt situation quickly and permanently. First things first, chat with a Done with Debt strategist and explore your solutions. Some debt-fighting strategies are time-sensitive, so you'll need to move quickly. For a free consultation, visit donewithdebt.com. That's donewithdebt.com. Do it today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Let's go back to East Palestine, Ohio. Ben Burkwam. Yeah, Steve. So, Rick, uh, for the folks out there that don't know or, again, uh, if you could let us know if they want to help you, how do they do that? Talk to us about your campaign. It is rickchai.com, the campaign page. My last name is T like Tom, S like Sam, A-I, and Dr. Rick Chai for Congress on Facebook. They say I can't win because uh, the one opponent's about up to $2 million spent. The other one's uh, half a million. Uh, but I have something they don't have, grassroots. The ragtag uh, American amateur hockey team that won against the Russians in the 80s, Miracle on Ice. When I win in 2024 D6, I'm going to be the Miracle on Rice. So we will win this, and I'm going to fight hard for everyone in D6 as hard as I fought for East Palestine, Ohio, and continue to fight. Let's do this. Let's win this, Ohio. Thank you so much, Steve Bannon, for having us on. God bless you, sir, and God, God bless, bless you, Wayne. Uh, ben, yeah, stay, stu stay th tuned, Steve. We're going to be making a move. And yes, sir. Yeah, thank every thank everybody there, uh, and we're going to move to another location. But uh, East Palestine is our focus to set things right. So thank you very much, Ben. See you at your next location. Uh, here's what's going to happen today. You saw the EPA guy come out a couple of months ago when uh, Dr. Chai confronted him and then he said hey he had this conversation with him later where the guy admitted there's the chemicals joe biden's out there for a victory lap don't forget the um importance of east palestine because east palestine epitomizes how the elites in this country from the corporatists of norfolk southern to their shareholders to the big hedge funds to EPA, remember the guy was going to go to Africa on some, um, some taking some rock band over there, taking some band over some group over there for some, you know, convince the people in sub-Saharan Africa that climate change is their biggest problem, right? Um, Joe Biden's there today to take a victory lap. Because if you go back and look at President Trump's, uh, the, what I call the American Cincinnatus, his coming back 
from Mar-a-Lago and saying, "Hey, you're not gonna you're not gonna steal this election and get away with it. I'm coming back here to make sure that we are at the tip of the spear to take this country back because uh, I'm gonna have my second term. I'm gonna have my third victory." It was, I think, the inflection point was East Palestine, Ohio, about a year ago, and President Trump went, and nobody else would go. All you heard was double talk from the governor. You heard double talk from all the officials. It was President Trump that went out there. Once again, a bold move, like we went to Flint, Michigan in 2016, like we went to Mexico to confront the uh, then-president of Mexico about the wall and about the invasion even then, which President Trump shut down. President Trump's bold move in East Palestine put the Biden regime on their back foot. And I've always argued, a lot of people point to Afghanistan, and Afghanistan was horrific, particularly the loss of young American lives. But I think the... uh, the inflection point of President Trump's campaign against Biden was East Palestine. When President Trump would go to show people, not only are you not abandoned, I'm not going to allow you to be punished, uh, versus Biden. Biden's there today to take a victory lap. The media is there today to laud a victory lap. And they're going to have people out in East Palestine that are going to sit there next to Biden and go, yeah, this is terrific. You're great. Uh, and thank you very much. Uh, East Palestine shows you the impact on globalization in this country. Because from Norfolk Southern to, uh, to the folks in your government, right, uh, the administrative state, they are globalists. They, are, do, they do not put a priority on defending the United States of America, and particularly her citizens. Uh, I've got a, uh, a couple of charts up on Getter. And, you know, Getter is totally free. If people download it, you get a totally free app. Bill Blaster, that's ours, is a totally free app to make sure you get on top of everything that's going on on Capitol Hill, and the firefights we're going to have in the next couple of weeks are going to be intense. We're going to need you on Bill Blaster. We're going to need you on the the ramparts. They're going to release the text of the um, amnesty bill here in probably 24 to 48 hours. You're going to see what they think of you. Here's what they think of you. You're trash, okay? They're welcoming in uh, the invaders as uh, as the new Ameri- their new American uh, political constituents, Think about it for a second. No NGOs in East Palestine. They don't have water. Haven't had any water shipped from the uh, from the government. No bottled water. N- no type of clean water. Yet when the invaders come across the border, they're treated almost like royalty. Given debit cards, given phones, given money, given uh, uh, what is it? The EBT cards. All of it taken care of. Shipped into the interior of the country as quickly as possible. Processed as quickly as possible. This is what Langford's going to bring you. American citizens treated like trash. Oh, no, excuse me. You can you can uh, volunteer to serve your country as a patriot, and you'll be shipped to defend borders. Of course, those borders will be in Jordan and Syria, uh, the Middle East, Israel, Saudi Arabia, um, but it will not be Ukraine, right? Well, $60 billion in their borders, not one penny. They will not put one penny into the wall in this bill. That shows you everything you need to know about these people. They hate you. They need you because you provide tax revenues and you're kind of debt slaves right now, but they hate you. Part of showing that hate is uh, what happened at the RNC this week. Uh, as we left uh, Segal Chatta, and that's Chatta from Nevada, um, you're a com- National Committee woman. Uh, you were actually on the inside. You had a resolution. First off, your resolution to stop the, uh, the, stop the spending and the ridiculous spending uh, was that I take it that resolution was passed unanimously and Rana yeah. said this is a really great idea. Why didn't I think of that Seagal and uh, thank you so much. She gave you a big hug when it passed yeah, unanimously. You got brought up to the stage and got a big hug. 
Yeah, the hugs and kisses the whole time. Um, the resolution failed as we knew that it was going to fail because I wanted to cap staffers' salaries at, you know, a measly $10,000 a month, right, Steve? I mean, $10,000, how, how atrocious of me to ask for that kind of cap on staffers' salaries. Um, I wanted more transparency on this line of credit that we were all talking about. Um, you know, and and you can, you, there's no oversight. They don't want transparency. You know, I tell people that Republicans are going to start winning elections when Rana stops feeding her friends. And I don't think it could be more true than that. So it, it was it was a very deflating conference for about a third of the RNC members. Here's what I don't understand. How could people vote against a resolution of cap spending and how could they vote against or, or not approve transparency? How, how could how could the other two thirds of the members be against that? Because it's a corrupt organization and you feed your friends and they don't want the truth coming out. And, you know, and if there's transparency, then uh, everybody's going to see how much donor money is being wasted on consultants. I've never seen so many consultants getting paid and all they they've shown that they can consult on is losing elections. It's just, it's astonishing, I, you know, and, and it's just so disheartening because I'll tell you, we come here from Nevada and every state sends their three delegates to the RNC. And, you know, first of all, to be chastised constantly by the head, imagine your coach when it, losing seven seasons and then telling you you're a bad football player. Um, it, it's, it was so astonishing. It's sad. It's actually sad. And this is why Republicans will continue to lose elections as long as she's there. Okay. Let me ask you, did they actually walk through the finances at all? How much cash and everybody in this audience, everybody in this can hear the sound of my voice or see my image and please pass this on. Not one person in the MAGA movement, not one, should ever give a nickel, not a nickel, to the RNC why Ronna McDaniel and her cohorts are running it. Once they're removed, and I'm hearing all kind of talk, they may be layered other people, it doesn't matter. It, you can't layer that because they, they, they control the apparatus inside. Until she's gone, until the people and the consultants, high-paid consultants around her are gone, not one member of the Warren Posse, not one member of MAGA, not one deplorable. My strongest rep recommendation is not give them a penny. Hold your money. Hold your fire. Right? Don't don't support this. Did they did they actually go and in some sort of transparent manner? Ask, look, told you about cash coming in, cash coming out, and why they've only got nine million dollars, and why they're going out to take a, a credit line now. Well, you know, there there was a budget committee meeting. And, you know, at the budget committee meeting, there were discussions about uh, the finances, um, albeit it's not as transparent as we would want. Again, there's this there's this layer of murkiness that exists. And look, we're 168 people. We're not a 400 uh, Fortune 500 company where you've got to disclose everything to shareholders. But when we come back to our state, Steve, 
And people ask us, and our counties ask us, what's going on at the RNC? Are we getting money? You know, Nevada is, has a huge Hispanic population. Where's the RNC going to be in this election as far as, you know, Hispanic outreach? And we don't have answers because at the end of the day, it's great. We found out, um, and I'm going to assume that this is accurate, that the uh, debt that I brought up in my resolution was paid on Wednesday. I understand that there is another nine, ten million dollars cash on hand. Um, and if if it's such a lucrative endeavor, you don't need a line of credit because the Democrats don't take lines of credit out because they're raising money. And I think it's it's almost, you know, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Are people not donating to the RNC because everybody hates Rana? Or are people just waiting for her to leave um, to donate money? Because I'll tell you what, I'm hearing people say that if she's gone, the money will flow into the RNC. Let me ask you, you th- this, it ended... There's all these rumors she's going to announce her retirement and announce her resignation, but you had a several-hour closed-door session that ended it. Can you give us yes. any what's ever appropriate, given the quote-unquote secrecy of it? Can you share with us what, what was in that closed-door meeting? So the closed-door meeting was actually the members-only breakfast where they took two hours to essentially address my resolution. The general session is the actual meeting where the 168 gets a vote on the budget, on passage of the budget. Um, Obviously, I oppose the passage of the budget um, along with the other five resolutions that were passed. Um, But, you know we all anticipated that there was going to be a resignation because that's what we were told that this is it. This is, you know, she's going to say goodbye to everybody at the winter meeting. And, you know, and instead of saying goodbye to everybody at the meeting and resigning in a manner with integrity, she spent three days berating members of the 168 that were not team players that were the ones that are the issue at the RNC. Zero accountability, zero responsibility, but were the problem at the RNC, not her. And so she's dug in. You're 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 telling us that she's not going anywhere. She's dug in, and she's going to run it through uh, the 2024 election. Well, she's going to run it straight into the ground. I mean, that's what she has been doing: is running the Republican Party straight into the ground. Um, so she's not going anywhere. Uh, I don't know. There's still whispers that she's going to be gone, but. You know, what I would say to your listeners is give to your state parties, give to your candidates. Um, The RNC has just been proven to be an apparatus that is not utilizing donor dollars to help elect Republicans. Uh, uh, Seagal, hang on for one second. We'll hold you through the break. We'll be back in a moment with Chatta from Nevada in the war room. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. 
the IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers and you don't. You'll pay up plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on. Grind you for all your back taxes plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit Tax Network USA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, folks know that uh, Saturday is always my favorite show. Reminds me I was a young paper boy. This is the day that we actually went and gave our weekly earnings to the Times Dispatch, and they gave us back the little bit they paid for us. Of course, we keep the tips. Got in the middle of the night from Prescott, the good folks out there. How do I get jacked in the morning? Warpath Coffee, particularly the Dark Rose, Tage Gill and the team of Navy SEALs over there. Go to warpath.coffee slash worm. You get your, uh, get your discount. The Dark Rose is my baby, but hey, they've got them all. They got the breakfast blends, the mild blends, the holiday blends, all of it, and all the accoutrements. So go to warpath.coffee dot coffee slash worm today get your discount and make sure you get the try the dark roast skull and, skull and crossbones very subtle on the dark roast uh Seagal, chat it you're gonna keep us up to date and we're okay we'll just be blunt until rana leaves and the people around her leave there can be no more money into the rnc they're choked down for cash right now uh they've become a major distraction they have to remember eventually the the campaign and the uh in the uh the Trump campaign, the RNC is supposed to merge into a victory fund. They're not going to have any money. They don't have any organization. All we've heard is terrible things coming out of Michigan, terrible things coming out of Arizona, terrible things coming out of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Just terrible, 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 terrible. Needs to be a change, not a hostile takeover, just a reorganization, a restructuring. Uh, Seagal, where do people get you, ma'am? Uh, they could find me on Chatter for Nevada on Twitter, Truth, uh, Getter, everything. And I agree with you, Steve. Until there is a change, then nothing can you, – we won't see any results. And, you know, we, we need to make sure that we push the president to make a change on this apparatus. Well, I got to tell you, Nevada is key for president's election. Arizona is key for the president's election. I gave this talk last night, Arizona – is the key that picks a lot. Nevada, we have to win Nevada. Uh, and right now, the people in those states are sitting there saying, hey, nothing's going on. Seagal, thank you so much. Look forward to seeing you back on here next week. 
Have a good weekend. Can't be layered, has to be removed. It's like detain and uh, deport. Quite simple terms. Removal. Removal. Cannot be layered. Layering does not work. Layering's not going to work. People are not going to give any money if she's layered. So I know people say, oh, well, we're going to layer. We're going to put five more people on top of it. No, no. You still got the cancer in the middle of it. And they control the apparatus, not you. If you come in layered, you're going to stay. You're going to be like one of those ambassadors that came into Vietnam. And all the, this, the, the, the madness still goes on. And you're told uh, what they want you to hear. And then you go back to the president of the United States and tell him what he wants to hear. Right? And you get disasters like Vietnam. That's what's happening over at the RNC. Um, Part of this day, we're going to get into globalization in the next hour. I want to make sure the reason East Palestine is so important, in addition to the citizens, the American citizens there, and what it means on a, what it means on a national or global scale, you're seeing the impact of globalization here. It's one of the reasons Birch Gold is our partner. It's one of the reasons we want you to read The End of the Dollar Empire, because the de-dollarization movement, right, the, the decline of the United States as an industrial power because we got, we're into this stage of finance capitalism. <clears throat> You're seeing the results of finance capitalism in East Palestine where the people there, the workers there, the industrial base means nothing. It's all about Wall Street. It's all about the shareholders of Norfolk Southern. It's all about doing as little possible to set things right in East Palestine, right? So they're, they're, um, the profit and loss statement is not impacted. There's no liability. That's exactly what's going on in East Palestine. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon today. It's totally free. Four installments. A fifth is coming. The end of the dollar empire. And I updated the third installment, the debt trap, just so you can be up to speed on the firefight we have this coming week on things like the budget. And, of course, the amnesty bill they're going to lay out in the next 24, 48 hours. Ben Burkwam, you've got in front of you now uh, one of the individuals that testified in front of Senator Mastriano in that incredible hearing at the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Senate. Uh, get us updated, sir. Well, uh, right after this, Steve, uh, I'm going to introduce you to Lonnie Miller, but I just want to tell you, we came over to her house. We are right around the corner from where this the uh, derailment happened, the disaster happened, and even right now you can still smell that sweet, necrotic smell in the air. Every time I come here, I get sick. But Lonnie, tell us your story. So your house has been on the market for over 100 days but, uh, I mean, that's, that's not the entire story. Talk to us about what you've gone through here. Um, yeah. We were home the night that that train derailed, and I watched as those days unfolded. Yeah, we watched, you know, the fires burning. We watched Norfolk Southern bringing in rail right across the street and stacking brand new rail Friday night into Saturday morning, hours, within hours after the derailment. Um, we watched them lay the tracks over that contamination, the water, the dirty water and soil. And like we didn't exist in our home here. We've been in our home for 30 years. This is the home where my husband proposed to me on Valentine's Day 28 years ago this year. This is the home that we brought our son Austin home to when he was born. This is the home that his footprints are in the concrete slab in our garage that we built when he was five months old. And they've destroyed my family's life here. And they've acted like we don't exist on our street here. They won't come in and properly test our homes. We believe that it's contaminated. We know what they're going to find. Our house has been on the market now for over 100 days. And our realtor has told us in her entire career she has never had a listing 
Where home hasn't even had one request for a showing. We've lowered our price on our home twice now. We were, we had to, we were forced to take out a 30-year mortgage to get our family away from here. This was my forever home, and we're starting over again. We had plans that this house was going to be left to our son. And now those plans, it's just our plans for our entire life have changed that night in February a year ago. And I'm so angry watching my my family go through this, my loved ones. It's it's not right. And this corporation just rolled through our town like we didn't exist. And it should have been prevented. It should have been prevented. I testified to that. They could have stopped this from happening. And they are destroying lives. Our town that we loved, that I grew up in, that I loved, it is not the same. It'll never be the same. They can continue to pour millions of dollars into this town. It's not going to make it right. It's not going to make it right. It'll never make it right for me. I was terrified to touch my son's baby picture hanging on the wall, <laughs> feeling like it was contaminated. I was terrified picking up my family's photo albums. Ben, hang on, tell Lonnie, hang on for one second. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come right back to Lonnie. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. Dot com, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroom Health, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. 